Are there people out there that will pay you to promote your product? Yeah, there sure are. The question, however, is where are they? And how do you easily get them to do it? Stay tuned to find out. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology. And I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What the heck is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another dose of Pay Me to Promote Me Marketing. (laughs) I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Reitman, and I have been in the coaching course creation online space since like the 90s. So yeah, got a little experience under my belt, yet I'm still learning. Oh my gosh, every day I'm still learning. And that's what I'm here to share with you what I have learned and what I'm still learning about course creation, coaching, entrepreneurship, and infopreneurship. But that begs the question, who are you? And to me, my friend, Infinitely, that is more important. You are a driven entrepreneur. Maybe more specifically an infopreneur, either with or seeking a coaching and online course model in your business. Or perhaps you're just hoping to have that very, very soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into your infopreneur and course creation success, handing out some actionable advice, some tips and steps Designed to help you level up your game, because as we already know, yeah, there are no shortcuts to your success except for taking those little steps towards goal every single day. And that word was success. My tongue tripped over my eye teeth, and I, I couldn't see what I was saying. Uh, today, I want to chat with you about how do people pay for the privilege of promoting you. Maybe we call this a bit of a case study, right? So let me let me step back and ask you a question here. Wait, let's say it's raining out today right now as I'm recording this. A nice rainstorm is coming through and going to be turning everything very, very green today. So the question is, what if you found a leak in your roof? You needed a new roof on your house or just get it really fixed. What do you do? Well, most of you will say, hey, I ask a friend. Uh, a friend of mine just had my roof replaced uh, last summer, maybe last winter. And, uh, you know, they, they put a roof on their house, so I'm going to go ask them who they used, right? It, this is a shortcut. We all do it. Uh, it. It takes, you know, a few moments, you know, to get a recommendation from other people instead of doing our own due diligence and sitting down behind that glowing screen called a laptop and researching. I mean, after all, your friend did all that research, right? Yeah, no, probably not. They probably didn't do the research. They didn't get several bids. They didn't check the references of the person they ended up hiring for each and every one of the companies they even wanted to get bids from, right? No. 
what they did is they probably went out and asked someone they knew who they recommended, maybe someone that had their roof replaced, maybe the person across the street, someone they didn't even know, but they knew they had their roof replaced. You see, here's the here's, here's what I'm driving at right here. Word of mouth is that powerful. When someone comes to me asking for help or coaching, one of the first things I'll ask them is how they initially heard about me. And what I often hear is it's from another marketer. They'll say something like, hey, I heard Marketer X mention you on a call or on a podcast or in a blog. I read about your ABC report because Marketer Y was selling it. Marketer Z Z recommended your product, so here I am. These folks find me the same way I find someone else to put a new roof on my house. Here's the trick, and it's a beauty, and I want you to, to listen in very carefully. This guy I know, let's call him, let's call him Ralph. He's a quasi-famous in the marketing realm these days. But back when he wasn't so well-known, he decided to white-label much of his content. And for those of you that don't know what white-labeling is, white-labeling is taking something that someone else has created and offering you the right to sell it as your own. And generally, you can't change it. That would be uh, private label rights or master label rights. But in the white-label arena... I could say, hey, I do podcast editing services. If you would like to sell podcast editing editing services, I'll set you up with a website that has all your branding on it. You send trafficking customers to it. They come in and I'll charge you X and you pay, they pay you Y and I'll do all the podcast editing. All you have to do is drive traffic. There's there's an example. So in, in this case, Ralph, um, we're talking, he like had 50 reports, he had some videos, he had a couple of books, he had several courses and so forth. I mean, literally, it was a ton of stuff. Now, he did hold back some of his best and more recent products, um, and he kept that content to his own. But everything else was up for grabs with white label licenses. Now, here's what this means. This means other uh, internet marketers, or just marketers in general, paid him for the right to sell his products. Here's the catch. The marketers who bought the white label products could not change this stuff in any way. Is what I mentioned earlier, right? They couldn't change it, um, but they could put their name and branding on it on, on the outside. They had to leave Ralph's name and his URL and everything he sold. Now, Ralph's marketing friends when he first came up with this idea, told him he was nuts. You're crazy. You're bonkers. Because white labeling, they said, would devalue the products as well as his name. They said he was giving away his business and it would be the end of him. Well, luckily, it's not true because here's what happened. First, obviously, not obviously, first, Ralph made a Pant load of money selling the white label rights to other marketers. He, everyone's looking for that shortcut, right? That quick fix. I need to get something out there, right? And I don't have the time to sit down and, and create the report, the video, the course, the book. Okay, well, here you go. Ralph says, here, buy mine. Buy my white label rights. And now you have that book, that course, that video. Now, he was able to show how well they converted because he tracked all the stats of when he was selling it as his own. And the rights, yeah, sold like hotcakes to marketers who knew a good deal when they saw one. Now, second, 
These other marketers made a lot of money, money selling Ralph's products, uh, uh, the white label, right? So they took and they bought the white label, and then they went out and they marketed the their products uh, themselves. And so they made a lot of money selling Ralph's products. Now remember, they got to keep 100% of the profits that they made because it was white label. So they promoted these products like gangbusters. All right. This is not like affiliate marketing where you're like, hey, I'm going to promote this like gangbusters and I'm going to make 25% or 50%. They got to keep it all. Now, third thing is thousands of people who never heard of Ralph before purchased his products quite often under a white label. They read and consumed his stuff and then went straight to the source to get more. Because remember I said they couldn't take off Ralph's name or his URL. Ralph's list of buyers swelled to epic proportions. Now think about this. These were people who had already read Ralph's product or watched his videos or went through a course or read the book. They liked what they saw so much, they clicked over to Ralph's website to get more content. They'd sign up for Ralph's list and many of them, many of them, immediately started buying Ralph's premium content because they already knew, liked, and trusted Ralph. What? Yeah. And Ralph didn't even know who they were, had never marketed to them. No, he had sold the white label rights to another marketer who marketed to them for him. Now, if you don't see the power in this, I want you to hit that little 30 second rewind on your podcast app. Maybe hit it once or twice and go back and re-listen to that. Some of these people who came into Ralph's atmosphere as sphere of influence as a result of this went on to spend thousands of dollars to get coaching from Ralph as well. Now, Ralph didn't have to hard sell them to get any new subscribers because they already knew him. They loved his content. They liked his products. There was no resistance that he had to overcome. The marketer that they already knew tr and trusted recommended them to buy Ralph's report. Ralph's video, Ralph's course, Ralph's book. They liked it, and they became Ralph's customer too. It's really that simple. It's that easy. I wish I could tell you that there was more to it, but there's not. Ralph placed a compelling offer in each piece of that white label content right after the title page. You know, you've you've seen it. There's a title page, and then there's this page. Usually, a lot of the content creators will put their little bio there, and you know, or a link to their website. Well, Ralph put something like "Come to Ralph.com/backslash/wow to get a free copy of the Blow Me Away Marketing Course." You know, of course, that was like an example. That's it, right? Now, the names have been changed, of course, to protect the innocent here. Um, so, here's the question: Could you do this yourself? Well, yeah, of course you can. If you have any products that you can white label, you could easily do this. What if you don't? Well, well, then you, if you don't have a lot of content that you can sell the rights to, maybe you should get busy. Get out there. Start creating content. Maybe spend the next six months or a year, whatever. Spend the next six months. Let's, let's say six months. Spend the next six months creating lots of great content dynamic reports that solve a single problem, right? They don't have, we're not talking about creating a 300 page tome or a book here. Create a nice dynamic report that solves a single problem in your niche. Sell them, 
build your list, and keep track of your stats. Then, on month seven, offer your list the white label rights. Show them the stats of how well this product sold, right? Be sure to include your name, your landing page, and that call to action. Remember, come to ralph.com backslash wild to get a free copy of Blow Me Away Marketing. Be sure to include that um, on your, uh, right past the cover page, right? That, that landing page and a call to action on every piece of content that you put out there for White Label. Do that and you can watch your customers, watch your customers' customers join your ranks by the flock, right? It kind of sounds like a blast to me, right? It would be kind of, hey, let's celebrate. Yeah, let's get out there. Drive more people to it. No, it's, it, that was a little longer than I expected. It's something I'm working on myself, actually. So really, sit down. As soon as you finish listening to this, sit down and write a list of five or 10 problems that are in your niche that you know you could solve. Maybe you're already doing that uh, with a product you have. Maybe you're doing that with your coaching and you don't have a product. And then create yourself a little report that helps someone solve that one little problem, right? How do I get a splinter out of my finger? Well, great. Here are the three ways to get splinters out of your fingers. There you go. That's easy. Of course, that's a simplistic example, right? How do I make a thousand dollars in 30 days? I'm just doing an example. That's actually, I'm looking at this because that's an upcoming podcast topic I want to talk about. Um, but that would be next one. Whatever it, whatever it is for you, how can you get a coach to get $10,000 in the next 90 days, right? Teach them that system. Hmm? Here's an example. I actually just went through that experience recently. I talked on that one, popped into my head. Um, how to teach some, how to get 10 topics for your podcast. You teach someone how to get 10 topics for their podcast, and they're going to keep redoing that. Because if I go through it, if I go through your little report that teaches me how to get 10 um, compelling topics for my podcast, and it works, well, then I'm going to repeat that process and in about 10 weeks when I run out of recordings for those 10 topics, and I'm going to get 10 more topics. I'm going to get so much value out of that. I'm going to say, okay, what else has this guy got? And I'm going to figure out what else you got by going to that landing page that you put on that right behind the cover page, you know, that says, hey, here's your call to action. If you like this, you're going to like more. Bam. Um, I would even go so far, and I did this on my very first product, which I sold for $5 back in the mid-90s. I put um, a little bio right after the cover page, and then no call to action. That was a mistake. I just put a link. But at the end of the product, on the last couple of pages, I put the compelling, the marketing piece and the call to action. Uh, now, mind mind you, over time, I realized it was better to put it at the at the front. Um, but I was uh, I was of the mindset back then that I wanted to give the value first. I, I still believe in that. However, not everyone gets all the way to the end of things, right? Sometimes they open it and they start flipping through it and they see your call to action immediately. Maybe they read page one and two and three, I don't know, and, but they never get to page 14, 15, or 20, whatever. 
lengths it is for you so they never get to your call to action. I guess the key for me is give them some value. Give them some value. So they're, they're looking at this and going, well, yeah, it sounds great, but why is he trying to get me to do something and I haven't even gone through the content yet? That, it's just it, different schools of thought, right? You could put it, you know, you give them that quick win, you know, maybe in chapter one, the first page, here's how you're going to get that first great idea for your next podcast episode. And then you start teaching them how to do nine more. Well, after you give them that first idea, then you put the little call to action. There's an idea, you know. The challenge there is um, making it flow. It doesn't seem like some sort of sales pitch all of a sudden. Anyway, a few ideas for you to noodle around. Try a different one. Hey, here's an idea. Create your report and try it. Try and A-B test it. Hmm? And see which one gives you the best results. Now you can say, look, audience, I tried this. I tested. Here's the stats of how it sold. And here's the stats for the click-throughs because you could tag the links differently so when they come to your website, you can see which one is converting better hey, when I put the call to action right after the title page, I got about a 50% click-through rate and a 20% conversion. When I put it inside the content and it flowed, I got a 70% click-through rate and a 30% conversion. When I put it at the end, I got a 50 and a 20. I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers out. Just try that. There's a couple of different ideas for you. So then you're, now you're actually showing them you know a lot more about marketing than they thought you did, okay? All right, well, that wraps up another week around here at the old Dark Horse HQ. And if you want to keep getting all these marketing and success tips, be sure to go on down there and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And, you know, while I'll benefit from it, I'm not going to lie to you. I appreciate every one of you that are taking the time to listen. All 2,000 or so of you, as I looked at the numbers uh, last night, um, really, when you go down there and you hit subscribe and leave a five-star rating and leave some comments for any podcast, not just mine, it is your way of telling those podcast platforms out there that you're getting that value from whatever show or podcast or YouTube video that you're listening to. And that gives those podcast algorithms the ability to rank those shows a little more accordingly. Uh, so please go on down there, drop a, a, a nice little subscribe, drop me a five-star rating, leave some kind, heck, ask a question in the reviews. I read every single one of them. Is there a topic you haven't heard me cover yet and you'd like me to? Is there a question from a previous topic I have covered that you want more information on? Ask, share, let me know. Um, again, it's your way of telling those podcast platforms that you are getting that value. And then they will then turn around and give that show a little bump in the rankings. So for us, we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. All right, you get out there. You run your race. And, and then let me hear the results. I'm serious. I say this at the end of just about every show. I try to say it at the end of every show. Let me know what idea, tip or idea you came away with. How you put it into action. And what results you got from it? Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. That's why I share the email. That's my email. I read it myself. No bots, no VAs looking at it. I want to hear your story. Who knows? I'll probably even bring you on the show and let you share your story with my audience. All right. 
Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. 